0: Here we go, ladies and gents. Who didn't even hit that button? I turned my live on and I forgot to even throw my camera on. Why do people post on social media? That's the question for today's episode. Let's do this. Seven reasons why. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. Look, a business can give you everything you want in life. Prestige, wealth, freedom. It can also take everything away from you. This show is for those who are willing to take that risk. here we go ladies and gents seven reasons why people post on social media i'm gonna give you my interpretation i pulled this from an article mainly because didn't have a guest today so here we go uh the article came from uh almond solutions i dropped the link in the description so you guys can check it out uh number one reason why people post on social media to provide others with valuable and exciting content i don't know about you guys uh I'm hoping that the content that we post, especially here on The Business Bros, is valuable in the sense that I'm trying to talk to people who are out there doing the damn thing, right? They're out there putting to putting their time out and and trying to grow their businesses by helping clients achieve their goals and their dreams. But according to the New York Times article, where this article uh, is quoting anyways, um, People say they're there to inform, to entertain, and to assist people in their lives. 94% of individuals say that's why they post on social media. 94%. I mean, that's initially why I started. Prior to the podcast, I wasn't really posting. I mean, I would scroll and kind of check out what people are doing, maybe give that occasional thumbs up. But for the most part, that wasn't really me, the social game. It wasn't part of my normal day-to-day. But... Once I started doing the podcast, all of a sudden it was like, okay, how can I bring more value? How can I show people something and open their eyes to something that I find super interesting? I like the business topic. I might not be the best entrepreneur in the world, obviously, but the topic of entrepreneurship and business is super interesting to me. Like Just the processes of things that, are, that people are doing, the risks that they take when they go out and try to do these things. I mean, think about it. I got I got a normal day job, right? I, I teach high school. My paycheck is pretty secure. My businesses are more like side hustles, essentially, because um, I'm not dependent on them to pay my bills. But a lot of entrepreneurs are. They've taken that leap of faith, and this is what they do. So to hear how they did it, the risks they've taken, the ups and the downs, the emotions that they're going through while they're building their businesses, to me that's super fascinating. It takes like a a special kind of mind to decide that this is the risk I want to take and then go all in to do it. right? So for me, that's the interesting part. And I'm just hoping that when we do the interviews on the show, that they're beneficial to people out there who are listening. First and foremost, I mean, the guests that comes on the show, we're creating content for them, right? But secondly, Those of you who are listening, who who just tune in to hear the stories of different entrepreneurs, hopefully it opens your eyes or opens your minds to the different possibilities out there. Maybe it's somebody that you want to connect with and you want to do business with. Maybe it's somebody that you want to partner with. Maybe it's an idea that all of a sudden you now think about, maybe you didn't see your business in a certain way. And because you heard the episode, poof, now you're like, yes, this is a good idea. I should try this in my particular business. Recently, we changed the podcast, and it's not going to be Business Bros Classroom. I got very few that will have this background anymore. It's going to be inside the classroom going forward for the same reason, because I want to make sure I not only entertain, but also assist with informing my students of the possibilities that are out there. See, they're 17 years old for the most part. They got their whole life ahead of them, and they don't absolutely for sure know what they're going to do after graduation. I mean, how many of you? knew what you were going to do after you graduated high school most of us don't we know what the next step is maybe we go to college because we're told that's what we're supposed to do but we don't know for sure anyways so giving them the opportunity to see these different options in life what these entrepreneurs are doing gives them an opportunity to change their perspective and maybe see the world a little bit differently so provide others with valuable and exciting content that's number one Number two we got number two here, to give others a sense of who we are. Now, this one was a little tough for me, right? Um, it, you can look at this in two ways. One is the brand aspect of it, which is kind of what I what I decided to build. Uh, my name's Hernan Sias, H-E-R-N-A-N-S-I-A-S. Not the easiest name in the world to remember, to pronounce. I mean, I grew up where the teacher, I knew my name was coming up on the list, and I knew the teacher was going to butcher it. Uh, so it was it was kind of one of those weird things. Right now, I, it's just me. It's who I am, right? But in building my own personal brand, I decided to go with the business bro because it was a lot easier for people to remember business bro versus her Nazis. Um, was it a mistake? Was it a good thing? Who knows? But today, uh, it's it's been a one a great brand. I mean. I love when I meet people and they're like, Hey, business bro, you know, like that's cool stuff to to hear. Or, or when I get comments about how, Hey, this episode really helped me out today. I got, you know, a comment on our YouTube channel and it was like, dude, more people should be watching this particular episode. Like that's the sort of stuff that I, I love and, you know, giving people a sense of who I am as a, as really interested in this entrepreneurship as a, as a teacher. And then, Opening up, aside from the brand, into kind of my personal life, right? I mean, it's again, it was difficult for me to post personal stuff, but as I started to get more comfortable behind the camera, as I started to get more comfortable speaking into this microphone, as it became part of my daily habits and routines, then I started to open up a little more uh, about who I am on a personal level. Uh, Two part. One, because... I'm you know, talking business for everybody gets kind of boring. And then eventually people start asking, yeah, okay, you're the business bro, but what does the business bro like to do? So, You know, there's some stuff about my kids in there every time, you know, in, in the stories or in Instagram. Uh, when we went on vacation, we got some posts here and there, working with the students in the inside the classroom. You get to see some stuff like that. Um, some of the businesses that I'm helping grow and launch, like uh, Cheeky Tacos, or uh, business bros, tax pros, or some of the real estate agents I work with, you get to see me interact with them and, and the stuff that we're doing. And it kind of gives you an idea of, of who I am and, and what it is I do. So for people who are posting on social media it's to give them a sense of who they are, um, you know, documenting your life. Speaking of which, you know, we were talking in class the other day about uh, mainly about, you know, 80s and 90s and how things were different growing up. And one of the key differences that I kind of brought up was, you know, in the 80s, 90s, even early 2000s, those times were different mainly because you couldn't record them, right? Yeah, we had the, the big giant video camera that we could use from time to time. But for the most part, everything, every interaction, every memory was either in a still photo which was definitely posed or it was in our memory banks right so you didn't really get a sense of who we were as individuals unless you knew us individually so social media allows us to give people a sense of who we are uh, number three here to strengthen and nourish our bonds now this is kind of a weird one for me because you, know, you you definitely strengthen and nourish some bonds there's some people that I have uh, great um, powerful relationships with on social media, but maybe I've met them in person once or twice. But on social, we're always encouraging each other, right? I mean, I, I can think of Joyce right now uh, off the top of my mind. I met her at, through Billy Gina's marketing course. I only met her in person maybe a couple times, a handful of times, but she's out there, you know, busting her butt, trying to get herself in good physical shape, trying to get herself in a you know conditioning her body, and it's tough. It's tough to get yourself in good physical shape. I know. I I literally have gone in that journey. I'm wearing a back brace right now because I you know I'm pushing myself beyond my limits, and I want to make sure I take care of myself. So when I see other people working hard, especially trying to build that that uh, health or wealth, either one of those. I'm there online supporting them, sending them positive vibes, positive messages, encouraging them to keep going. And to me, that's one of the ways that I strengthen that bond. I get a lot of joy out of seeing people push forward or commenting on my stuff, encouraging me to keep going or thanking me for sharing my what's what going on in my relationships or in my uh, business or in my health and i in my struggles. I, I love that. So, you know, to be online and and strengthen and nourish our bonds, I think that's a good thing. However, I do feel that human interaction, when you strengthen those bonds, and I'm trying to get back into the habit of doing this, uh, it's really powerful too. Before COVID, I, you know, for those of you who don't know, I mean, I know online, it sounds really exciting. I I I got a lot of energy. I come on here and I talk a lot. I do... Uh, Instagram posts and TikTok posts, and I'm, I'm like trying to be omnipresent. And it sounds like I'm really extroverted, but I'm not. I'm actually very introverted. If you know me personally, you know, you know, I'm a homebody. I have a hard time getting my butt out and being in public around people in general. It's it's different. It's weird. It's awkward to me. Prior to COVID, I started to force myself to do those sorts of things to actually say yes, I'm going to show up to your event and then go to the event and meet complete strangers, shake hands, and say hello, and conduct essentially an interview like I do on the show, but in person, to literally strengthen and nourish new bonds and new relationships. So today, I'm trying to get back into that habit. If you see me out in public, do me a favor. Reach out and shake my hand, or or attempt to shake my hand, because I am trying to get in the habit of doing that again. There's something beautiful and powerful about shaking somebody's hand, looking them in the eye, saying hello a different kind of connection so yes throw the thumbs up give the hearts and leave the comments but if you see me in person extend that hand i want to shake your hand as well all right next one number four to make ourselves happy like we share because it makes us feel more connected to the rest of the world is what the uh it was what it says on here i think there's a lot a little bit of you know narcissism involved here i think there's a little bit of a cry for attention I remember I got asked uh, not too long ago uh, when I was getting ready to reach that thousand episode, and somebody asked me, like, why'd you start the podcast? Why do you keep going? And uh, my gut response was, uh, I don't know, I needed it. It's my cry for attention, I guess. And it it was kind of a a goofy, funny response. But there's a lot of truth in that. Maybe there was something missing in life. Maybe I needed to reach out and to have some of that you know, positive reinforcement coming into my life. And I knew that if I could give positive reinforcement, that that stuff would come back to me. And, you know, I don't regret it. I love doing the show. I love being on the podcast. I love creating content. I love meeting people on the, sh- uh, on the show uh, and in using the influence that I've, I've built, the brand that I've built. And it does ultimately make me happy. Uh, And it's one of those selfish things. But the truth of the matter is, if you ain't living your life for you, if you're not having fun with what you are doing, you need to be doing something else. Um, Maybe it's because I'm 40 now, it's that whole midlife crisis thing, trying to figure out what my purpose here is in life, why I'm doing this stuff, what my future is going to be. Either way, it comes down to, are you happy? Are you enjoying what you're doing? I remember watching Gary Vee early on, and he was talking about his definition of happiness. And he was like, look, there's people who make you know, $150,000, $200,000, $300,000, a million dollars a year, and they're not happy. They're just not. And there's people who make you know, $27,000 a year and love every single day of their life. It's not a monetary thing. And I'm still, me personally, trying to wrap my head around that concept. And then I heard this other. I watched this TikTok the other day, and it's a story about about a fisherman. And you know, he wakes up and he goes early in the morning. He goes out. He grabs fish enough for his family, enough for him to have uh, food for the day. He comes home. He relaxes, spends time with his kids, naps in the day, spends time with his wife. And this other person comes up to him. They're like, "Hey, man, you know you could really build a business around this." He's like, "Yeah, for what?" He's like, "Well." you know, go out, you can go out and spend a little more time out in the water, grab some more fish and then, you know, turn around and sell them. He's like, yeah. And then, and then what? And he's like, yeah, well, if you sell enough fish, then maybe you can buy yourself a bigger boat, something a little bit nicer. And he's like, yeah. And then what? He's like, well, then after you get that boat, you can start, you know, fishing more and more and building a big platoon and have a, a lot more boats out there. He's like, and then what? He's like, and then you can start this big corporation and hire multiple employees and then what? And, you know, it, it just kind of continues to build. And the whole purpose is at the end of the story. He's like, you know, and then what? He's like, then you can retire and spend time with your kids and, you know, with your wife and nap in the middle of the day. But, you know, That's the, the, the end game was where he was already starting. The only difference was he didn't have as much in the form of monetary gain at the beginning, but he had everything he wanted in the end. And that story like really stuck with me because to make yourself happy. What is that? What is that actually going to look like? Do you have to drill yourself into the ground? Does it mean a million dollars a year? Probably not. I mean, I've interviewed a lot of entrepreneurs and they love what they're doing, but maybe they don't have enough time in the day. And some have achieved the level of success that they love because they have a lot of time in the day. They wake up actually doing what they want to do every single day. I mean, it's a thought, right? People are posting to make themselves happy, to make ourselves happy online but what about on a real life basis Hmm? i don't know all right let's move on to number five number five reason why people post on social media to spread the news about a cause or a brand uh i don't know about you guys but i don't really watch the news anymore um, I used to be one of those guys who would flip between MSNBC and Fox News. I want to see both sides, right? I tend to lean more towards the Fox side. I don't know. Go figure. My brother's on the other side. He's more towards the MSNBC side. But I always love to pay attention to both sides and kind of draw my own conclusion. Where either situation fell, I, this is how I felt about it, Particularly, a particular situation. Maybe it's monetary. Maybe it's social. I tend to flip-flop on a lot of those things on where I line. I don't like to watch the news anymore because it tended to just make me feel like the world was falling apart, like everything around me was negative. And that's not the kind of world I want to live in because as I started to speak to more and more people, I started to realize there is no red or blue, left or right. We're just people and we might disagree on one or a topic or two. But we're still people out trying to do the same thing, out trying to make something of ourselves, to support our families, to have a good time and enjoy our time on this big blue planet we call Earth, right? So when people post on social media, sometimes it's to spread news about what they believe is a good cause or a bad cause, or maybe it's too Spread word about a particular brand or, to I don't know, I, I, what I'm seeing right now with the NFL, right? Talking about your team. By the way, I'm a big uh, Tom Brady fan. Not really a Bucks fan. Just a Tom Brady fan because the guy's, you know, 40-plus years old, still in the NFL. The GOAT. So, you know, spread the news about whatever it is that you want to talk about. Uh, and, and people tend to do that. Now, word of advice here it can get emotional especially when you get into the religious and political stuff or you can even hit some of that cancel culture stuff when you start talking about things that don't go with the complete narrative of the day i literally had a uh, an episode get pulled from youtube recently because we talked about you know you know the uh-uh. In shot in the arm type thing, right? We were talking about that whole uh, <clears throat> pandemic thing that was going on, and we had our own opinions at that at that time. It was like in May 2020 when we recorded that episode. It took them a while, but eventually they canceled it out, and we were literally just spreading news or what we thought we were questioning what was going on in that situation. The internet and social media is notorious for that stuff. We love to be able to post about things like that, spread the news about causes we care about, about brands we care about, because it's what drives us. It's what we think about all day long. We want to make sure we spread that information. All right. Number six, the number six reason why people post on social media to keep in touch. You know, this one's a funny one. I have a 17 year old students. And uh, one of the things we talk about is, yeah, different social media platforms right now. They're all about be real. You don't know what be real is. It's because you were old like me, but Be Real is basically, I mean, TikTok actually has a similar feature. They call it now, but it's essentially where you take a picture. They send you like a notification. Hey, take a picture in the next three minutes. And you're literally supposed to take a picture of what you're doing at that particular moment. The camera actually takes a picture of both sides of the camera. So you see both sides of what's going on. It's a picture. You hold it down. It can be a little video clip. uh, And that's what's popular right now, right? And this is how people keep in touch today, at least in the uh, Gen Z, Gen Y generation, they're using stuff like that. And I always kind of make fun of them. I'm like, yeah, but do you have a Facebook? And the kids are like, oh, I don't have Facebook. That's for old people. Old people have Facebook. Um, But I always tell them, look, eventually you're probably going to want a Facebook. Why? Because that's how we keep in touch with people. Like this is how you find out about the birthday parties that are coming up. Like when we host a birthday party for one of my kids or for a wife or whatever." We literally send the invites out on Facebook because everybody has one and we can easily pick the names of the people we want to go with and boop, there we go. They're they're off and rolling. So some of these other social platforms are very much interest-based, a little bit different. Facebook tends to be like the... the old uh, photo albums that we'd have as, as kids growing up, right? So where parents were taking pictures of us and they put them in these albums and you can go back and kind of look, look, this is what they look like when they were kids. I feel like that's what Facebook is right? for the most part. Instagram, kind of. Facebook, mostly, uh, It's to me, it's a photo album. And we use it to keep in touch. This is how we connect you can even use it for dating right there's different dating apps out there you can slide into people's DMs, do what you're gonna do whatever but for the most part people love to keep in touch on social it's quick it's easy you can send a quick little video clip a picture look what my kids are doing and uh and have some fun on that social last one seventh reason why people post on social media is for information management. Many users believe that sharing is a beneficial way of managing information because there's so much content in our life and so many people people share it with. So uh, according to this article, 85% of the respondents indicated that reading other people's answers helps them grasp and digest information and events, according to that New York Times survey. So when they share information, 73% of the people say they analyze it more profoundly, thoroughly, And thoughtfully. And you guys know the rule just because it's on the internet. It's got to be true, right? I mean, that's the way it is. I use TikTok the same way I saw it on TikTok. It's got to be true. It's got to be true. Uh, But really, it's information management. So uh, I'll use TikTok for an example. Whenever you like a TikTok, there's a, you know, you can go to your profile and see all the videos that you've liked. I use it as an archive. You can also manage your saved uh, TikToks as well. So you can kind of take the ones, ooh, this is a recipe, and put it in your recipe folder. Ooh, this is you know fashion, you put it in your fashion folder. But it's a bunch of information that's out there. I always make fun of this generation and uh, and I always relate it to, to mine. So if you were like me, born in the 80s, 90s, mm, earlier, um, and you wanted to know something, I try to explain this, but the kids can't grasp it i'm like if if i wanted to learn how to make macaroni and cheese and i didn't have the box that had the directions on it obviously um and my mom wasn't home to show me tough you're out of luck dude they're like you literally didn't know and you couldn't find out you'd have to i don't know go to the library and try to find some instructions on how to do that stuff like knowing things was difficult for us growing up we just didn't know stuff because We had no way of finding that information. You were fortunate if in your house you had a set of encyclopedias because then you can go there and find answers. But today, information is abundant. You can find the answer to pretty much anything you want. You can find a biased answer to support your opinion to pretty much anything you want. Let's be honest. So information is out there. Taking action and organizing that information so that you can utilize it. Now that's a whole different ballgame So information management is one of the reasons why people post on social media. They find something pretty relevant, they'll do edit. they'll save it, they'll store it, they'll put it away, they'll share it with people because they find it absolutely important and they want other people to see it as well. So that's seven reasons why people post on social media. What's your reason for posting on social media? Look, one of the things we offer our clients is clipping. Yeah, we take long-form content and we make it short. We take your stuff so that you can post it on your TikTok, you can post it on your Reels, you can post it on your Facebook, you can post it on your YouTube Shorts, you can post it all these different places. So if you're one of those people who has a brand or a business and you feel like not enough people are taking a look at your stuff, it's probably because you haven't been posting enough content. So if you guys need help getting your stuff squared away, make sure you go to our website. Oh, it's down here on this bottom corner right here www.businessbros.biz you can go to businessbros.biz slash done for you and we can take care of all your content for you we're talking 30 days of content we create the fun ones go check out our instagram at business bros pod you see come up some of our content clips that we create from the show we can do that for you for your podcast for your business to help grow your audience and get in front of those people who are ready to do business with you What are you waiting for? Let's get on it. Let's do it today. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining me for this episode of the Business Bros on why do people post on social media? And if you haven't done so, make sure you go out and post yourself. We'll catch you guys again on the next one. Peace. And we're out. It's over. Go home. Is your business in need of marketing? Try starting a podcast, but not just any podcast. Podcast like a pro.